Hi friends, welcome to my secret safe space. I'm your host Haruyo and welcome back to a new episode. I hope you're having a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. Welcome back. I know it's been a while because I was traveling and I um, did um, tell you guys that I was going to have my um, this episode later in the week because it's just traveling anyways guys I went to Singapore I was there for like four days and I had the best time possible and I really wanted to talk about my um my little vacation I went there to see my sister because she's working there right now but I just haven't been on a vacation for like a while now like a vacation meaning like staying somewhere else not my house um I haven't traveled much even within Japan haven't traveled much in the past couple of years and I and then they haven't been on like a plane for like I don't know like um last time I was on a plane was probably like 2020 2021 so it was like two years ago which is crazy to think that I haven't been on a plane for that long like international flights but yeah this time around I we planned the trip like a month ago so it wasn't like uh spontaneous I mean can you really be spontaneous when you're going to like a another country you know what I mean um and then the flight to Singapore was a bit longer than I imagined I don't know why I thought it would be closer but it was like six seven hours flight so I flew like overnight um when I was going there and when I was coming back so I just like slept on the plane so nothing really much happened but guys so I this time around like I was like what should I talk about um, my trip um, and I was like thinking about what is a good vacation for me and I consider this trip more of a vacation than like a exploration type of thing you know what I mean because I feel like there are times when you're going to a city to explore to like walk and to um, just see new things um, try new things type of vacation and um, that is like a lot of fun as well, but at the same time, it also is kind of draining because you're in a foreign city, like you you don't speak the language, or um, you're you, you're just like navigating a city where you don't you know nothing about can be a bit stressful for me sometimes. As like even though I love the um exploration and just like get going into the unknown like sometimes you know I I do love like a healing vacation like slow um trip vibe and I feel like that's what I was going for this time around especially like I was because I took two days off of work and I just didn't want to uh, be stressed out and I knew I would like go right back to work immediately when I came back so I was like this is going to be a healing trip and then also because Singapore is like really warm and <clears throat> it's you know rather a tropical um, country I was like it, it, this is a vacation vibe so 
I if I say this, I feel like some of you might not even believe it. But you know, like, wait, what do you think of when you think about like Singapore? Like, what is the first thing that pops into your head? Like, yeah. Um, I, for me, it was like the Merlion Park, you know, like the lion was like with the mer- like mermaid lion with like water shooting out of the mouth, the statue, like that's like the first thing I think of, um, when I think of Singapore or the infinity pool. Um, what was it called? The the built the pool like on top of the Marina Bay Sands, right? right? Marina Bay Sands with the Infinity Pool, right? The, those are the two like like iconic. I don't know if it's iconic, but like the famous landmarks I think of when I uh think of Singapore, right? But guess what, guys? <laughs> I didn't go to either of those. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to me because, like, who skip on those? You know what I mean? Apparently, I do. I don't go to those. But then when I was, like, thinking of my what is a good vacation to me, it's not about, like, visiting, like, landmarks and, like, trying all the famous stuff. Even though, like, you know how a lot of people, like, complain how, like, they want to live, like, the locals when they're at a foreign country or foreign city they want to be like locals that they don't want to go to like touristy stuff like that wasn't even my mindset like i feel like touristy places exist because i'm a tourist you know what i mean like i'm a tourist so like why wouldn't i go to like a touristy place like it makes sense for me to, to visit like i don't know eiffel tower when i when i'm in paris because i'm a tourist i wouldn't see that every day you know what i mean so I was like, I wasn't even thinking of like, oh, I don't, I want to live like a local. Like I, that would, that wasn't even my mindset, but I was just like, but do I want to see it? Like, what would I do? Like all I can, I all I can imagine like going to this Merlion park is like taking pictures in front of it. But like, I don't care about like pictures. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about like the only thing that would change in me is like the fact that I visited Merlion. I saw Merlion with my own eyes, but like, what would that, what would that add value into my life? Or would I rather like have takeout food from like a, I don't know, like local uh, a food court, and like be in a chill, chilled hotel room and like enjoy my food you know what I mean like those are were the things I was thinking about and I literally like me I was traveling with my dad but not a like both of us were like didn't even mention it didn't even mention like Merlin or Marina Bay Mer- what was it called Marina Bay Sands Marina Bay Sands yeah I mean also like for the infinity but like would I swim in the pool no then what would I do in the pool just to go see the pool? Like, that that just, like, didn't even make sense in me. And then I feel like that's different from... That's, like, I, I feel like I was in my vacation mindset to, 
relax and not stress about oh my god how am I gonna get there and like what would I do there is there like other interesting places like nearby like would I just um waste my time going there and coming back and like not have um experienced anything special yeah 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 and all those kind of stuff and then it was just very stressful to even think about and so I skipped on that but guys I definitely had ton, a ton of ton of delicious food and I walked so much I traveled within the city so much because I wanted to try like all the iconic foods they have and I one thing I loved about Singapore is how diverse it was I I briefly mentioned it on my story but it was just like very diverse and they have like four official languages they there are lots of um different races and it was just like a I almost like didn't know where I was it felt kind of weird because I feel like I've never lived in a place where it was like it was like uh, most people were Asian, but different kinds of Asian. You know what I mean? And then it was like my first time even going to um, Southeast Asia. So, oh no, not my first time. I've been to the Philippines, but I've never been to anywhere else other than the Philippines. So it was just, um, yeah, weird. And a lot of people spoke Chinese and speak. I speak Chinese with my dad. So like it felt weird, like people could understand me and my dad speaking. Um, and they will like join the conversation. That was like a little weird experience I had because I would speak Chinese with my dad in Japan and in like the US, like no one would. Most people wouldn't understand what we were talking about. So I would be like super unfiltered when I'm talking in Chinese and it just felt weird. People were just like <laughs> listening and they weren't even trying to listen but they ch- could just understand so that was also kind of like a bit of weird um experience and every, a lot, like most people can speak at least like two languages and I just felt like that was like so cool and it it was just it, um yeah it just felt really really weird really really weird for me um and another thing that made me feel comfortable being the city is how like I felt like I could potentially be a part of this community because it was just there were different kinds of communities you know and I feel like I rarely get that vibe in Japan um I talked about it with my sister and when when we saw each other there but I was saying how in Japan because I feel like people really value unity as a culture and it's like super ingrained deep in the culture um like how people would be in like a bigger community um only based on the fact how they are the same is kind of the vibe I get in Japan like you have to be the same or you can't be a part of us is the vibe most of the time um and not that I want to be a part of that community but if I'm not a part of that community then I'm alone is the uh the 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 experience 
I've had, um, and not that, like I said, I don't want to be a part of that community, but then what community would I be in? And I feel like there's not that much of a choice there. And because, and that's why I say Japan is not diverse. Um, I feel like it's pretty obvious. <laughs> like people, everyone look the same. We speak the same language. Um, people, everyone follows the rule, even like unspoken rules. And I feel like there's no that not that many not, not that much space for people to um be different or yeah just everyone is taught to be in certain mold and that is what makes me kind of uncomfortable and I feel like in Singapore I mean, I've only been there four days, so like I would literally wouldn't know. But I feel like there was a more of a potential to have a, um like different kinds of communities is what I felt just by being an outsider, like looking in. That's like the feeling I got. I mean, Japan is such a uh great country to travel to and I love traveling here I loved being here for like two months knowing the fact that I would leave at a certain point I feel like I could enjoy being a visitor and I feel like that's like just so different from be- being a resident here and I mean it's probably probably the same for a lot of other countries as well like you know living there and traveling there is like completely different things and whatnot but I feel like even just like traveling here I felt like people in Japan would let you know that you are a visitor like you are a visitor so we are allowing you to do this like you wouldn't be allowed to do this if you weren't a visitor is like kind of the vibe I also got um when I was just traveling um and more so like now me living here is just a completely different experience where I would just want to leave every time I think about it but that's a different topic but that's like also what I got reminded going to Singapore which was interesting definitely interesting for me um and I also loved loved the food there I walked so much just to get different kinds of food um I loved how there were lots of again diverse um food choices there were a lot of like chinese different kinds of chinese food from different parts of china there was also a lot of like thai vietnamese um and of course a lot of singaporean food which is also like a mixture of different culture and i just like i feel like it really hit my palate it's definitely a uh something i enjoyed very very much and i always complain a lot saying that how i can't find good chinese food in japan or maybe i'm just going to the wrong places but in singapore it was like just so easy to find like chinese good chinese food cheap good chinese food everywhere and the food court culture there is like so big and also like the malls 
malls there are so many malls in singapore um like malls next to malls it's crazy it's so crazy and then there's like food courts in each malls and i don't know i love that i love that for them <laughs> but the food court was so good and i also loved two things i really really uh loved and i actually brought back is one milo or milo milo i don't know why is it milo or milo i don't know but i've only heard like australian people pronounce it so they say milo so i say milo but i loved um iced milo drink guys like why did i never tried it i know like it's not like common in like here or the u.s but I've heard of it, but like I just never even had the thought to try it. Like, it's like chocolate powder. It's like chocolate powder, <laughs> and I was like so shook um, because I like I was like googling like what Milo is. It's basically like a nutritional uh, like powder they use to uh, have like the malnutritioned kids to drink um because it tastes good and it's like nutritious i don't know how nutritious it is because it, it tastes super sugary to me but um yeah apparently it's just like a nutritional um drink for kids like in the 40s or something in australia and then it was brought to uh in southeast asia so it's a pretty common drink and it's everywhere and I loved, loved that. Loved it so much. I brought back a big can of Milo and I've been drinking a lot of like Milo, ice Milo drink and also like ice Milo latte. So I added with um coffee and like milk. Oh my God, speaking of milk, guys, I found a new favorite oat milk in japan like i was on the hunt for the longest time and you guys know how i was a big oatly enthusiast when i was in america and i just really loved the taste of oat milk of oatly and first of all i just don't really like the fatty taste of milk growing up like i've never never loved it i would chug it because my mom told me to or my teacher told me to never that it was never like my choice to drink milk um so the longest time i drank uh almond milk but then you know there's always that super nutty taste and sometimes it can get in the way of your coffee or my coffee or just drinks in general but i do love almond milk with my cereal because it's like it's a lot more lightweight than milk so it soaks up the sugar from the cereals really well so it has a good nutty um sweet taste to the the combination just works really well for me but then when it comes to coffee i loved oatly the most and then in like 2019 or like 2020 um they were supposed to bring oatly to japan but it got like delayed so um so delayed because of covid it's still not in japan it's still not available in japan um so i was already given up on oat milk i was like you know i'm just gonna do my almond milk like 
it's whatever and i also like started to drink more whole milk because like and like mix whole milk with almond milk in my coffee which sounds gross but it's like kind of the taste i was looking for but still like i still not like my ideal choice you know but then recently my sister introduced me to this oat milk and it just recently got uh, to japan like a couple months ago and oh my god guys oh my freaking god it tastes um similar to oatly it might be it just might be a bit better than oatly in my opinion you know a lot of people think you know i people choose to drink um these oat milk and like nut milk because it's healthier than milk like do no like do you know how much additives <laughs> are in these like at least oat milk like like if i want to be healthy like i would make my own freaking oat milk but it would taste whack so i'm not that's not why i'm <laughs> drinking like oat milk or almond milk you know um so like don't even come with like oh but there's so much additive do uh eat stop i don't allow that kind of comments here but um I forgot the name. Wait, it slipped my mind. I literally had it today. But yeah, it's like a super pretty package. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. It's like oat something. Oat something. Anyways, it's like super good. Uh, but like, you know, people who have Oatly, you know, get your Oatly. Um, I think it's an Australian brand, I think. Yeah but yeah that's what i've been having yeah i oh my god we went i went on a tangent <laughs> for real um yeah so love the food love milo and another thing i brought back is kaya jam which is essentially coconut jam and it is like a jam a lot of um southeast asian eat for breakfast they put kaya jam on the toast and then on like two separate toasts and they would put like a thick layer of butter and then they would sandwich it so like the toast will melt the butter and then it will like mix with the kaya jam and it it's like this very sweet and salty like sandwich it's like super it's like a um almost like a like peanut butter and jam kind of situation but a twist on that and not twist it's like the southeast version south asian version of that and it's just like so good it's so good and they also have two soft boiled egg like super super soft like it's almost like um raw but it's cooked through but it's like just like liquidy egg and then put soy sauce on it and then you would dip the the kaya um toast into the egg and it just cr- it's like so freaking good and then they also have coffee which they're the uh singaporean version of coffee they use like condensed milk and sugar and i don't know the whole thing is just even though i don't really like sweet uh sweet coffee um so i would 
you know get regular coffee but the whole combination it's like so good and i bought back the kaya jam and and i don't know i just never had that kind of like jam and i'm not even like a jam type of person so i'm like surprised how i really really liked it and it's also also a very good snack as well so yeah that's like two things i really really liked and then i will continue to eat those um so yeah, I had kaya toast a couple of times from different places and I just like loved the whole, um, like tr- try new food is like probably my best, my most favorite part of traveling, even when it's like vacation or, um, when I'm just exploring the city, it's just so good. So good. And another thing I really loved about being in a tropical city is how there's a lot of, fruits and it's like a lot cheaper over there because you know it's just a great weather to grow um fruits and then eating fruits like veggies is like my new shit no i can't i can't do that here because it's just too expensive can't afford that lifestyle here but being there i would have like different kind of like um not even exotic fruits because i would eat it I ate a lot of like fruit growing up in China because even in China like the fruits were really really cheap um especially at those like stores on the side of the road it's just like super cheap and everything's um very fresh and just like really really good and like you can't find those fruits I can't I don't even know how to call them in like other languages because it just I've just never seen those fruits like other than in other than China and now Singapore. Okay, I need to look it up. Okay, 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 okay. So it's called mangosteen. Um, also known as the purple mangosteen. Um, it is trop- a tropical evergreen tree with edible fruit native to tropical lands surrounding the Indian Ocean. Interesting. Yeah, it's like that's like my favorite, favorite. I love that. Uh, I love mangosteen growing up and I don't know I it just made me so happy seeing that in Singapore and like I had so much of those and then I also had a lot of mangoes mangoes are so good and then you know okay so at least in Japan it's like like mango tropical fruits are so expensive here and it's so like precious here so people would never use it to like juice it because it's consider like a waste like people would try to eat the fruit by itself because to taste the full like sweetness and not um like mix it with like sugar or like water or whatever but then at these like tropical countries where these fruits are like so common they would use it for different types of dishes and like they don't won't just eat it just for as a fruit you know and then so i had a lot of like you know um like mango salads or mango shakes which was so good so good um and i don't know like i never had mangoes that often because it's like so rare and expensive and then like it's probably so much better in tropical um places than (laughs) have them to um bring it all all across the world you know what i mean um so i don't know i loved eating fruits every day and yeah that's 
something also something i loved being in a tropical city and another thing i really liked is having different nuts in dishes i don't know i just love how the the crunchiness the nuttiness i feel like i should do that more when at home like add more nuts or more nut paste nut um like peanut butter or almond butter to my dishes i feel like it's so underrated is my un- yeah other thought i had um eating in singapore so that's my whole thing <laughs> it's i know it's mostly about food because i don't know i just thrive off of food and you know like when you're traveling you're like oh my god i can make this at home but then you realize like most of the ingredients are not even available to you um is what i i feel like experienced on this trip because the concept of like i don't know mango or like papaya um salad because it was so good it like you feel like oh you just like you know cut up the fruit and like mix it with other veggies and like make this dressing whatever but then where am i gonna get freaking papaya you know what i mean where am i gonna get freaking mango in japan was um so that's like truly made the experience so much better because i'm like i'm i'm not gonna have this until i come back or go to like a place when where it's available so that's my travel update and i don't know i just i would love to travel more in the coming year and i guess this year and i just missed how much i love so i missed traveling and also forgot how much i loved traveling and yeah and then i don't know i was so just reassured what i um like the most when i'm traveling because i'm not a big of a planner because i'm just like super lazy and i like to go with the flow that was my life motto for the longest time and i don't know i like to especially because when i think of something i want to like act upon it so i wouldn't be like oh i'll do that later and never get to it um so i can be very spontaneous with myself um but for like food stuff i like to reserve like a couple of places during my stay and for like um the meals i ha- I don't have anything planned i like to walk around the city and like discover um new food and i don't know that's like what i like the most about traveling i guess food yeah and when you know there there's like good s- sights good views that's a big plus but um i would just follow where all the good foods are so that's what i would say um is a good vacation for me and i definitely had a great vacation and now i'm back (laughs) and guys i i am back on the dating apps i was kind of hesitant to say this on here but you know fuck it like I I tell you guys everything, so, you know, there's nothing to hide here. (laughs) But, yes, I am back on the apps where I shall not name the names. 
but this time I filtered all, all like straight men out. I only have like women and non-binary people. Uh, so I don't know. I hope that will make a difference. But the thing is that on apps like Bumble or like Hinge, there's already less people than on tinder so filtering men out which is a big part of like the entire population on these apps um it's really easy to just like be done with swipes like not not be with done with spice there's just not enough people to swipe so it's really easy to get to the end of the page um and they're like oh that's everyone uh there's it seems like there's nobody nearby they're like change your filters but I don't want to add like men back and then I also don't want to add like people like super younger than me and yeah I feel like I think mine is like 24 to 30 is my current range and I don't know I'm definitely I don't want to be (laughs) that person to date like 20 year old and even though we're all adults, but I don't know, it just feels weird, you know, it feels weird to date someone who's, like, super young, um, but I'm back, but, like, guys, like I said last time, wait, did I mention that here? I don't know, but, like, I just don't know how to talk to people on these apps. I forgot how to talk to these people on the apps. Like, there are people who I want to approach, but then I just don't know how to, then I, and then I'm just, like, waiting around, like, wasting time, just, like, what is the point for me being on these apps like weren't weren't I supposed to like talk to these people to like meet new people like what is the freaking point to be on these apps it's like where my state of mind right now I'm just like wasting time not really um talking I'm not really talking to anybody right now I'm just swiping but the vibe is a lot better than when I was only swiping on men so um it it's definitely like a safer space I feel like and but at the same time I don't have that much faith in dating apps and it's super just um, I just feel like there's just too much going on on these and I feel like people who are on these apps also don't really have faith on the um have faith in like creating new like real connections with people i feel like people are still on here they're like um you know i'm bored like what else am i gonna do is like the vibe i get most of the time so we'll see but um and okay wait did i tell you guys i met like a cute girl who not i've known her for like a while now but yeah you know okay so like (laughs) I don't know I feel kind of like uncomfortable talking to talking about like a specific person here but I guess I'll just tell the story because like the person will never get to this but it's just that I go to this place like it's like a chiropractor and it's also like a slash massage place and I've talked talked about this place um a lot but initially I was assigned to this men and I took a break and then after and and then when I got back like months later I was assigned to a different person and this different person is like the person I was talking about and she 
was my initial contact i was like oh my god she is she's very cute even though even though she has we all both had masks on so like up until this point we never we have never seen each other's like full face which is also kind of weird but um uh yeah but we would like talk when she's you know doing whatever and it's i i definitely have mentioned before but like this place like it really hurts it hurts like people are screaming people are like oh my god stop people are like screaming so much but then i'm like really good with pain so i don't scream i just like kind of struggle internally and then i just like suppress my screams because i don't like screaming (laughs) i do but i don't like to scream when i'm hurting so and then also i'm good with pain in general so like i don't feel the need to scream anyways so yeah so we usually talk and then you know we talk about a lot of stuff um or just like you know little chit chats but um last week which the the mandatory mask uh mandate mask mandate got um lifted like last month and i but then last week was the first time where i stopped wearing masks so i didn't have a mask when i was there and the person saw my face for the first time i also kind of saw her face for the first time and then she was also just very cute and like the I don't know and I also just really like her voice in general and then like the way she talks and then it's just like I don't know a lot of because I've had a lot of experiences when I'm like getting a service a certain like whatever service when I'm maybe like sitting at a bar or like eating at a restaurant or like there are, are um servers around whatever um you know when you have like that awkward conversation where um you're like i would rather not talk because this is so awkward like i never felt that way with this person and i don't know like but then like also like my my radar my gaydar is like i don't know i don't trust it i just don't trust myself at all cause so like i wouldn't even say if this person is like um not straight or yeah or even into women like how would i know because i have such a bad radar you know what i mean (laughs) because like i didn't even know i was not straight so um i would i literally wouldn't know (laughs) so i'm just like enjoying this conversation but then she's also very cute so i i'm like oh my god oh my god right but then um yeah but then like the wait did i talk about how i first start to like question my own um uh preferences i guess so you know like how i thought i was always straight most of my life and then also like how like literally how would i know because i've never even dated anybody and then like i've never had a great experience with any men so like how did i not know is like my question at this point but i don't know also i I would always say oh i wish i were gay right okay i maybe i wasn't gay but then i was definitely not straight either so uh that those were like big big signs and then i and the first time i i started to go through my journey in japan which is also out of it's kind of weird to go through it in here because like it's so conservative and like people even people who are not straight and then i think it's like different for men and women as well when um, i'm talking like uh, uh strictly like gay people 
like gay men i feel like is more obvious than lesbians um because a lot of like gay women who present themselves in like a very femme femme way like you would never know you would never know i would never know but then people um and then also like there are a lot of women who present themselves more mask and that's i guess a little easier to point fingers at but still like there are straight women who dressed more masculine so it's just like so much harder to tell when it's a woman i feel like and then also i'm just like a i just never i mean yeah and then i'm just like so my radar is just like so off so like i would never know but the thing is for me personally i think i'm more attracted to mask women but um it's like and then i don't even consider myself super feminine or super masculine so i guess andro and more like androgynous is my vibe i think i don't know i don't know i honestly i don't know see i don't i know nothing guys i know nothing maybe you guys can tell me no that would be kind of weird (laughs) having people to tell me what kind of woman i am (laughs) anyways the first time i start to like question things is you know i always like even like when it come to came to like celebrities and stuff i only like had favorite female celebrities i never had any like favorite male celebrities which is I felt kind of weird i was like why why don't i feel like super super attracted to certain men like why don't i feel that way you know but then i did feel super super attracted to um women but then not even in a sexual way like it just in like platonic way i just felt i guess women are usually a lot just better than men <laughs> but um so for me like so like I didn't feel uncomfortable to say that like I like this woman you know or this kind of woman but then when it came to reality was when I was in Japan like I said but then it was at a cafe and then it was just and then I didn't I've never been to this cafe and I just walked by and I liked the vibe and I went in and there was this barista um and then she was super mask and i was immediately super attracted to her energy and i was like oh my god i've never felt this way before and so and it also up till that point because i've never lived in japan or i don't really remember like when i lived in asia because i was just like super young i never really seen super mask women who were asian because like i've already learned that i'm not i don't i i don't think i can i'm not that attracted to white people um (laughs) and white people are the most uh people i saw when i was in america (laughs) and yeah so yeah just going back so it's like i've never really seen like mask women who aren't white um who are just who are asian yeah who are asian and so i was like oh my god this is i feel like a i've never felt this way and so you know that's like when i first started to question but then and then that was a first person and then after that i never went back to the cafe because it's a bit far from where i live so i just never um i was never back but 
I came to this chiropractor slash massage place and that's like the second encounter I had I was like oh my god I I feel this this way again oh my god oh my god right and so yeah there was this is yeah and that's like when I'm like question question questioning questioning my questions a lot of question marks right and then I got into mama moo and it was like oh my god yeah there's no way I'm straight (laughs) is my little I guess my short version of my little journey um but then like again like my journey didn't haven't even started yet guys haven't even started yet (laughs) so what am I even talking about but I guess you know, it's better to be self-aware than not. So I guess that's the first step. But so I'm on, on these apps and I mean, surprisingly, there's a lot more queer people, which is LGBTQ people more than I thought. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But then again, it's dating app. So like, you know, I don't have that much of a hope for it. But I don't know. I'm excited. At least I'm not talking to straight men. And I know how to avoid them. Um, because it was just really sad when I didn't know I was not straight. Like, it was really sad. Because I would be like, oh my god, I really hate men. But then I can only choose out of men. That was like my mentality Mentality and made me really, really sad. So, at least I know how I have other options. And it's not only straight men. So that's a win for me right anyways that's my little update on my I guess dating life and I feel like I haven't talked about dating much no I wasn't even like intentionally taking a break but I just felt like I was wasting a lot of time talking to like men and I would rather just like you know develop my on myself and work on myself rather than waste my time and like my energy and my money on these random assholes so yeah um, I guess I'll update you guys with other news next week. But thank you for listening. And I, um, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Same day, same time. And please don't tell this to anyone else because it's only between you and I. Thank you. Bye.